Europe. Welcome back, motherfucker. Welcome back. Thank you. Literally, welcome back to Bounce Back with me, the best, <laughs> and Lewis. Just kidding. We literally just need our own podcast. <laughs> Dead ass. Huh? You sure this is a collab? Well, you sure this is just not, this, this is just like a permanent thing? I, Bro. I just feel like the vibes are strong with this. Right, like, everyone's like, you guys have a connection. And I'm like, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. I, <laughs> I don't know. If that's what you want to say about it. If, if that's what you want you want to call this thing. This well, thing. The, this, this wave, this vibe. Right. All right, so, Mr. Eric, introduce yourself real quick so we could get going. All right, so... You, I would say you already know who this is, but you guys—they do though. Like, what's poppin', my nigga? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like I'm, I'm starting off like a rap. You already know who it is. It's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. You already know. No one knows who you are, sir. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> nah, what up, everybody? It's your boy Eric, aka Eric His Dreams, aka Young Table Tennis. Um, one part of that Pothead Love podcast. We're coming soon. Very, that I'm very definitely soon. gonna be on. That. She's definitely going to be on. I can't wait to have her on because we have so much to talk about on my side. Oh, you know. And I feel like that shit is going uh, to But yeah. I that part. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're going we gonna to keep it PG-13. All right, it's going to be R-rated, but it's not going to be like, it's it's like sex every five seconds. Right, yeah, I feel like right. we talk about sex a lot. We, we do talk about sex a lot. But you know what? I feel like we're a lot more than that. You, we are. Why are we even about to talk about this next topic then? Like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Let's do it. So, long story short, I was on Facebook at two in the fucking morning. Why? Because I decided to take a nap that ended up not even being a nap. You went and to- I just saw. <laughs> you I did. I took a whole nap at like what time? Like like five or six, and I woke up at like eleven, like a loser. Ah, okay. Wait, before we even start that, how was the fashion show? Fucking amazing. Wait, you noticed? I noticed. Oh, it's so romantic. I saw it, right? (laughs) Why don't they be understanding? Romance is not just flowers and candy. It's saying what the person that you are dealing with, whether it be friend or relationship, is doing. Notice. It was so cool, honestly. Take that. You, take that, take, take that, take that. Take That's that, what he said. <laughs> Just kidding. But it was dope. Honestly, I did. Um, I did this a couple of times with my job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never gone backstage to do it. Like I've always done the hair, or I did the makeup once for for it, mm-hmm. and kind of just go out and you watch it. You have a drink, blah 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 blah. But this time, like they were like, we need one backstage and blah whatever. So I was like, shit, I'll go. Yo literally that like adrenaline was so crazy it was so fast like bitches was walking out and i was fixing their hair and then this like when i turned around the the, the same bitch was right behind me i'm like wait a minute like <laughs> where the fuck did you go like did you this bitch is the flash oh Just my god out. it was honestly the dopest thing i've ever experienced the only thing that caught me off guard is honestly you see a lot of like naked bitches i didn't think about that like that's obvious if they have to change but I don't know why I expect them for them to not just change in front of me. And I'm like, should I look away or walk away? Like, but you have to, like, fix it because you only have until they're done getting dressed because they have to get back in line. So it was the dopest, like, experience ever. And I told my boss, I was like, I want to do this more often. And she's like, okay. 
Did you see a titty though, or like a titty or two where you like, I, I'm gonna stay at a, a. Nah, it wasn't. Honestly, it was my professional. Oh. Like you don't think of it like that, but it catches you catches you off guard because it's not something they warn you about before. You just you just there. turned around into some titties and it was like, I yeah, I was like, wait a minute, fuck, am I supposed to look? But like everybody was just mad chill, so I was like, all right, let me fix your head, bitch, because you're looking a little crazy. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't want you out there embarrassing me. All right, so you know right? what we're gonna do. You gonna, we gonna cover up them titties and we gonna fix this hair. That's what you gotta tell them. Like, come on, right. let's move. Thanks for asking, though. No problem. All right, so I saw this freaking Facebook post. This kid on on Facebook. His name is Ronnie. I don't even know who the fuck he is to be honest with you. But his should I read the whole post or just like shorten it? Nah, read the whole thing. I feel like everybody needs context. You know. Oh. Are you All right, so he it? goes. Yeah, go ahead read it. All right, so it's from the dude Ronnie. I'm gonna read it in my uh. My professional mind. So. You have a radio voice, though. Like, mine's just more high-pitched on the way. Yours is more like, yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to read it in my, my sexy radio voice. <laughs> All right, right. <clears throat> so from Ronnie. All right. When I seriously date a woman, I ask her about her past. Not because I'm nosy, insecure, or jealous. I ask very personal questions because I want to make sure she went through her whole phase or two in her 20s and 30s. I just can't trust a woman long term that ain't been that ain't had a few mornings where she texts her friend like, "Bitch, you ain't gonna believe what I did last night." Hair flip. Love those text messages, by the way. Get that shit out of your system if you want. If you wait until we together ten years decide that you ain't lived enough, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and kill you. Oh my god, and send you to Jesus. <laughs> this nigga is serious. And before you. I've never been a bad girl or hoe before. Chicks start chiming in. Don't worry. I don't want y'all boring ass anyway. My homeboy married to one of y'all and he got a, he got a scheduled sex. He's fucking miserable. You never have to schedule sex with an ex-hoe. She's your hoe. And she's always ready. That is big facts. Big facts. Big, big facts. facts. Big facts take little facts. <laughs> <laughs> From a, all right, so coming from a guy, do you mind dating an ex hoe? You know what's crazy? You, marry ex-hoe? you know what's crazy? Because mm-hmm. you always hear the adage, the old adage, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife, right? Right. But the thing is, with women who are hoes, they already know what it is to be a hoe. They've already had their hoe phase, and if somehow you are committed to them. I think, and, and it's crazy, a lot of hoes are extremely loyal. Right, right. Because they're like, if I can stop doing this thing, it must be for a reason. Now, don't get me wrong. But they're, what's a hoe to you? All right, so I'm guessing the whole phase means like they have one night sins, they, they've slept with a couple people, they've, they've done some things that aren't considered, you know, always classy. the best. Yeah, like classy. But the, the, the shit with me is now and I remember I heard this in a studio like two years ago at an album release party and I said yo I can't be with a chick that's like that's been fucking around with everybody because I never want to um I never want to walk into a room and know that people are having a conversation about the woman I'm fucking okay mm-hmm. have that because again I, I was very insecure about that thing but you know to be honest uh you fuck, I fuck, but I'm fucking now. So that's what 
Like I'm fucking hell. So if anything, why does it matter? You feel me? Right. So, but I think there's like a difference. Like if you could walk in a room and multiple niggas say he fucked a girl, like that's a different type of hoe. Like to me and my friends, being a hoe is just having fun, going out, meeting guys. It doesn't mean that you have to have sex with them. But if you meet guys, it's attention. You want attention. You're having fun. You're doing your thing. You're young. You're beautiful. Like niggas are crazy. Like, oh, and you're like, I know you want to fuck, but you might not be able to. But if I'm in the right mood, you might. Yeah, like, you know what the, I mean. And the crazy shit is that doesn't make you a hoe. Going out, having fun, doing right. what you want to do doesn't make you a hoe. That we're so quick to call people hoes and call this and that, or call women or men hoes or thoughts and this that, and the third. Yo. At the end of the day, it's your fucking body. It's your fucking choice. So you do what you want. From right. my personal experience, and again, I I feel like because we're on a podcast, and usually I don't like to, I haven't always wanted to be open and honest about stuff. I, I've recently got out of a relationship with somebody who felt like they didn't have those experiences of mm-hmm. being a hoe mm-hmm. or dating and doing this and doing that. And I thought that, like everybody think, oh, you, the whole old good girl, this, that, and the third thing was fine. You that know? shit is trash. It's, I guess. Because <laughs> the, the, the crazy shit is, there are some women out there, and I don't knock those women, who don't want to do that shit. And you know what? That's fine, too. Because that doesn't make you less of a hoe because you haven't had those experiences or less of this or that. Being a hoe for the right person or for the person that you consider the right person, shows that you are comfortable with that person. Right. And, like, being a hoe is not having sex with multiple people. Like, be... Like, all right, being a hoe is whatever the fuck being a hoe is to anybody. But for me, like, I feel like from a female's perspective that talks to other... To friends and it's like, bitch, let me tell you what happened. Or, like, bitch, I was a hoe last night. Or, like, bitch, I'm in the mood to hoe. That literally just means, like, I'm trying to get all this freakiness, this feminine... This fucking... This energy in my body out yeah. on a nigga, and he's gonna get it all. Like that's what it is. Like just being a freaky ass bitch, like doing your thing, doing whatever the fuck you want to do. And that's not being a hoe. Like that doesn't mean that you're out fucking niggas every night. Like you could be having sex with just two guys and be a hoe hoe out here in these streets. You know what I mean? But that's not like. I feel like a, a girl's definition of being a hoe is different from a guy's definition of being a hoe. But I feel like it needs to change to just being a freaky bitch. Facts. So. <laughs> I mean, like, yo, come on. Like, I feel like we're all too old to just be like, oh, this person's a hoe, this person, this. We're going to, I'm tired of people putting a scarlet A on people. Now, the thing is, if you're not loyal to an individual who is loyal to you, that Mm -hmm. makes you a shitty person. Right. That doesn't necessarily make you a hoe. You know what I mean? Right. So when I, I too want people to get out of that hoe phase. You know what I mean? And, I want them to be able to focus their energy on me and the relationship that, you know, we're in or whatever you want to call it. That- but I think that's up to a guy because, to be honest with you, the only reason for the most part where... All right. So, TMI, no one knows this, but obviously, most people know I'm married. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out. Whatever. Whatever happens, happens, right? True. So, the only... The only time, all right, sex is so important. Like, people always say, like, the most important thing in a marriage is communication and blah, 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 which is true. If you don't have communication, honestly, there's not a lot you can do about it. But if you have communication on your sex life, it's trash. Like, 
you're gonna want to be a hoe again and that doesn't yeah. mean that you want to like go and fuck everybody that just means like that you want to get dick you know what i mean and obviously not from the person you're getting it from because well then why the fuck else do you want to be a hoe so i feel like from a woman's perspective like guys don't realize that just because your girl isn't a hoe doesn't mean that you don't have to treat her like a hoe at certain times not a hoe but like your hoe like boost her fucking confidence tell the bitch she look good fucking do shit in public like sneak her you know what i mean like i don't know be excited and like niggas want to be like but i love her and respect her like okay things respect me and love me in public and all that and in private like don't put your hands on me Fact. but nigga like slap a bitch like yeah and the crazy, the, is, <laughs> yep, the crazy shit is and I, i've noticed that i've done this in a lot of relationships a lot of the women that i get into like deep meaningful conversations with i i feel like i couldn't do those things with them because i respected them too much and I, and yeah and it's it's because i didn't want to be that that person where and I, and I've heard this a lot if you fuck me like this you're obviously fucking somebody else like this and I've gotten that a lot and that's why I like all like the rough shit the nasty like the nasty shit that I've done like sexually with like certain women mm-hmm. like women who I when I was I wasn't in relationships with got all that and women that I was in relationships, it started off like that. But then I was like, yo, I feel like I have to pull back. Bye. I have to be, like, very conservative about it, conservative about it because I don't want to feel like I'm doing way too much or I'm doing something that... You but know, you're supposed to do the most with her. Who else you about to do the most with? And that's a fact. And I, I was like, I'm glad that I learned that. And now that I can apply that to the relationships and the people I decide who I'm going to be with. And the crazy shit is, like, with me, like, if you're the right type of person and I feel, like, a certain way about you, whether we're just fucking or we're in a relationship, you, to me, are going to be the baddest bitch in the fucking room. I don't care what you think you look like, mm-hmm. what you feel you look like. To me, you're a fucking 10. Like, I, but do I, you make her feel that way? Though? And I'm going a lot to make of dudes you that feel that way. Feel that I'm gonna, they don't make it I'm gonna look at you. I'm gonna look at you a certain way. I'm gonna give you a say. I'm gonna. I'm gonna want to be up on you. I'm gonna want to kiss you. As long as I feel like you are the right type of person. And then when it comes down to like the bedroom shit, I'm going to be all for it. And I don't want you to feel like any type of way about it or anything because this is how I want you to experience all of this. You feel me? Right. So like you still need that rush, like bro, just because you're settled down and just because like you're serious with someone, you respect someone, whatever. Bitch, like, you still want to feel that rush. You still want to feel that excitement. Like, obviously, you're not going to do that every single time. Like, you can't be rough every single time because yeah. you love that person. Like, there's passion, there's romance. Yeah. But there's I- also, like, a different side. Like, sex is sex. Like, everybody is in the mood for different shit. Like, you have to learn how to read people and understand that, like, just because you respect them doesn't mean that you can't fulfill their needs sexually just because it's not what the fuck you read in a textbook. You know what I mean? Like, That's you just got to read the energy. Like, sometimes a bitch want to get, like, shoved into the wall and just looked at deep in the eyes and be like you want this like yeah nigga like what you mean <laughs> you know you know, want this like, people are so like guys are so annoying like why are you why are you mad soft right now like why are you soft yeah and why are you like, being a pussy my nigga <laughs> where is it well so you know what i'm not even gonna say why are you being a pussy because pussies are resilient why are you being a pair of balls right now my nigga? Like, <laughs> 
You flick, you flick a nigga. Being a pair of balls. Why are you being a pair of balls? No, be seriously. A, like, take it to the sex shop. Be like, I want to use this. I want to do this. Like, I hate that. Oh, my God. Like, I never, ever, ever. I hate when I'm in a relationship with someone and I feel the need. Like, if I text my friend, like, bitch, I'm going to be a hoe. Like, is the relationship is over. Yeah. Fact. Because that, what's the even the point? Like, you're just not satisfied. Like, you're not even on the same. Like, if you, I feel like, honestly, if your sex life is trash, I feel like you're not as connected as you think you are because that is very important. Yeah, like, I, like, I feel like it all goes together. I, I know I've been in relationships. Like, even, I, and I feel like it's a little too candid, a little too early, but, like, the relationship I was in, I, I got to the point where I just didn't want to do it. Because I I didn't feel that same energy and rush anymore, right? Compared to like to the beginning, and maybe that was like the honeymoon stage or whatever you want to call it. But people get lazy. That's the if problem. people get lazy, and I learned that I I kicked my laziness real quick recently because it's like now I feel like I'm back on my I'm back in my bag. I'm back on my bully, nigga. I'm back on my bully. So now I'm like, yo, what's good? Like you, I'm gonna give you something that you're not gonna forget. Exactly, and that is exactly what, like, that's what women and men should aim for. Like, it doesn't matter if you've never done it before, and even if you have done it before, like, you shouldn't look at that person different. You should be like, oh, thanks. That's one of the things I have to teach you. You know what I mean? Or like, that's one more thing you can teach me. But like, you should make your partner as excited as anybody else, if not fucking more, so they're not wanting for more. Like, people yeah. think, like, oh, make her feel beautiful so no one else can make her feel beautiful. Show her respect so no one else can show her more respect. Show her loyalty. So, all right, nigga, but show her what the fuck you can do in the bedroom so that she's right. not thinking about another nigga. Like- that ass. And the crazy shit is, and I tell people this all the time, like, when it comes to, if for me, if you have a choice between me and somebody else, mm-hmm. I always want you to choose the other person. Why? Because if you ever have to think about it, I'm not it. Right. And I, and now I feel like before it used to hurt not knowing if you were it or not. But now I'm just like, you know what? Maybe you can find something that's more catered to your needs. Facts. So I feel like people, people need that. And if that means that you have to we have to break from this and maybe revisit it later. That's fine. But I feel like in that current moment, go find what you need. Right. Don't don't worry about don't worry about holding something together that may not be it. I learned that shit the hard way. <laughs> Me too. And I, and I and I try I try to make my I try to make myself okay with certain things, and I've learned that that is not okay. And I feel like I have to recapture my inner wholeness. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like now that I'm in a happier place. I with yourself? Give, with myself, that I can give that to other people. I want to throw out this big dick energy. I want everybody Yo. to be able to feel this. Bro, everybody don't need to know that you got a big dick. And I literally just confirmed it, though. <laughs> you know what I'm, I don't mean? I don't mean like the actual size of right. my dick. I mean, like, you what I did. Yeah, like, it's like, I want to I wanna give you a lot more. And I want you to I want you to feel this when I'm throwing it out there. I want you to feel this vibe and this energy. That's yeah. really fucking facts, bro. Like, honestly, honestly, honestly. Like, if I'm with someone, 
Like, I want you to experience what everybody else has experienced, but but I want you to look at, like, if like if anybody could come up to you and be like, I fucked your girl, I want you to be like, not how not how she's giving it up right now, though. Where, and I, th- that's the crazy shit, because I, before I used to think, like, oh, what if somebody does that to me? And it's like, you know what? You fucked her then, but, yo. Like, the bitch got... is magical right now, my nigga. Yeah, I and I was you like, have, yo, you she's in a whole different place right now. A whole different place. Exactly. Oh so, you God. know what? I'm glad that you fucked, but guess what? I'm fucking too, nigga. So, what's popping? But not even that, <laughs> but, like, she's better than ever, bro, and she's on Yeah, the like, that. yo, you know what? You, you, you had fun. I'm having fun right now. Nigga say, you have fun, but I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> Deadass. And guess what? She's going to get the time of her life every time. And it's not just sex. She's going to get this shit physically, emotionally, romantically. And I'm going to give her all of this. Even the the person I'm talking to now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she's dope, but I want to show her something different and i think that's something that scares me yeah like i feel like it's like of course you you know how to be loved and and stuff like that but i feel like i have something to give that's a little more which you know is, what I mean? but what which are you is, talking about like i i feel like i can like I'm I'm better emotionally i'm better romantically i'm better in all those areas than i've ever been and I feel like I can give not only the not only the physical, but I can give the real the realness of this. I and I the crazy shit is you So feel, you wanna I show like, off. Yeah, like and I the crazy shit is and I feel like you've said this to me before mm-hmm. that stop like you have to get out of your head and you have to get into the moment. Right. And that's why I feel like I'm doing now. Like I Every, I feel like every moment I have now, at every point, this is the realest moment I've ever had. Stay in the present. Yep. And I was like, I've I've always thought about what about what's happening in the future. What about this? What about that? I want to I want to have the realest moment all the time. I want to be at any point when I'm doing something. I want to be the realest. I want it to be the realest moment ever. Mm-hmm. And it's it can be for me, fucking going out and take you on a date to me getting a fucking chopped cheese in the middle of the night. <laughs> Every moment that I'm planning on having from now into the foreseeable future is going to be the realest moment I've ever had. I love that. And I feel like everybody should live their life like that. Oh my god, yes. That shit held me back for so long. Like, my anxiety, I had anxiety, really bad anxiety after a couple years ago after I had an abortion. And I was really fucking stuck on this whole future shit. Like, what am I going to do? Whatever. And my anxiety got so fucking bad. Like, that shit nearly ruined my fucking life. And that was, and all that literally stemmed from the future. And to be honest with you, how the fuck am I going to know what the fuck's going to happen five years from now? I, I didn't even know what was going to happen six months from now today. Like, six months from now, I, I did not know I was going to be where I was today. You know what I mean? So it's like... I, didn't, I, I don't know what's going to happen in the next five minutes. Right. But, like, what are we about to talk about? Like, you really have to stay in the fucking moment and fuck the future. Like, it's going to happen regardless. You know what I mean? Like, unless right. you die. And if you die, who gives a fuck? You're already dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like, yeah, you should prep and you should do all those things to prepare for the future. The things that you that you feel are the are best but at the same time when's the last time you lived in the moment and i i've noticed that more and more like i was one of those people who would want to take a picture or want to do this want to do that because mm-hmm. i felt like i've had to show off these moments and now it's just like 
I want to live all of in the moment. Like, and I was like, if a picture happens, if a video happens, that's dope too. But I am, I am more in the present now than I've ever been. And you and, remember more, honestly, when you're so in the moment because your brain was so focused on it, rather than like you being somewhere and taking a picture and then just having to look back at the picture. Like you know, when you take a picture and you look at it and you can literally see everything that happened. At least for me, that's why I like to take pictures. Yeah. But like these days, like after a long ass fucking summer. I literally had to learn how to live in the moment. And, like, I'm breaking up my friend, Brianna, because I love her to death. And, like, she's my bitch. But, like, she has really been there for me these past, like, couple months. And to be honest with you, I have never appreciated a human being as much as I appreciate her. Like, we went, like, something as simple as me telling her, like, I want to lose this weight. I love to dance. I want to go to dance class. She's literally been coming to dance class with me. She's been trying, like, whatever. And it's, like, sometimes I find myself, like, just admiring her as a friend, like, we were in dance class the other day, and I was just, I just had to, like, stop and just, like, watch her dance and just look at her because, like, I'm, like, like, what the fuck did I do to deserve such a dope-ass human being? Like, obviously, our friendship, like, any friendship has gone through shit, but, like, she still is there for me. And, like, my, and, like, my other friends, like, Nana and, like, my friend Angel, like, I just look at them different now, you know what I mean? And that's because I'm in the moment, and I'm appreciating them in that moment. And it's, like, sometimes I find, like, the world stopping and me just staring at them, like, I'm so fucking lucky. Where like, like before, I feel like I never appreciated people like that ever, ever, ever. Whereas like I'm, now I'm like, damn bitch, like I just want to be your whole friend. Like <laughs> where like I want, I want to enjoy every moment that I have with you, and I feel like that's what we we're losing. Like yeah, as people, like I feel like we've stopped living in the moment. And I'm not gonna blame social media. I'm not gonna blame any of that stuff. I just think it's people's perception on what happiness is, mm-hmm. and I. I, I'm gonna like for me personally like I've noticed that before like when I was in relationships or even certain friendships when I would talk to certain people I would mumble mm. and everyone thought that I mumbled just just how I spoke and I always said I'm and I've come to the realization that I mumble when I speak because I was fear getting yeah, this weird I it's I was fearful of being honest with that person in certain in certain facets yeah. like I could do it in relationships and it's because I felt like I don't want to say the wrong thing to ruin this relationship or this friendship or whatever right so now I feel like I can be more vocal than I've ever been more honest than I've ever been and I feel like I've I feel like I've ascend, uh, ascended to the next part or the next chapter in life like you have not reached another level of life. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I, I finally figured out what, Same. yeah, like what life is, and what life isn't, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, but I again, I've never been happier than I've been at this moment. Same. And I think I've gotten lucky. I've gotten lucky to do it, and I know me as a person. I always, I've always been a person who's like. I've wanted to deal the only time I could deal or I can I can create or I can be the person I am is when I'm going through moments of chaos and I and I did not know how to be happy just being happy. And I've gotten lucky enough to finally figure out what happiness means. Right. So I feel like maybe the anxiety that I had before is no longer valid. Mm-hmm. and I'm ready to like I'm ready to show off 
Yo, fucking facts. I haven't had an anxiety attack in dumb fucking long, bro. Like, I don't know. I'm just so happy. Like, I'm just so grateful for my life. Like, I'm just so grateful for myself. I think that's, like, the biggest part is, like, when you're grateful for yourself first, like, fuck everything else. Like, I feel like, too, like, we have such a crazy, 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 like, loyalty to other people for no reason. They don't give it back. But it's, like, once you appreciate yourself and you're just grateful for your own existence, like, none of that shit fucking matters. You know what I mean? That's, like, such a beautiful thing to feel, too, to be honest with you. And actually, about speaking about friends, I felt like like the last relationship I was in, I cut off a lot of friends to make somebody else happy. Right. And I don't feel like that was fair. And I've never, I've appreciated, and I and I want to tell them, and I feel like I'm going to tell them in due time, and I feel like a lot of those people know, and I hope that they're listening, you know, and they're not just like, yo, fuck Eric now. But <laughs> like, and, I, and, and I'll say about, like, even, like, my group of friends, I'm friends with, like, like a group of guys, like I never tell them how much I appreciate them mm-hmm. and how much I love them. And even like somebody like, I don't, I don't know, like an ex-girlfriend, like, or my, not the one I was just with, but the one before that. And I'll say her name because I feel like you, like, I feel like if you don't say people's names, it, it'll come off weird. But like, I had a friend, I, like, I hope, I think we're still friends. Um, Raven. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Who me? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I felt like Raven was like that was one of the most genuine people I've ever met, mm-hmm. and I felt like she taught me so much. And I'd never tell her how much I appreciate her because I feel like because of us breaking up, I can't tell her that because it's like why? Because it's like you, I don't want to go and. Oh yeah, you know I appreciate you this that, and the third, and it's like, well, where was that appreciation when you were with this person? And I always thought that maybe you had to tune those people out in order to focus on what you're doing. But if anybody you're with anybody that you consider that you love or whatever, they would understand that why those people were in your life and why they're why they're still in your life. Mm-hmm. So it was like people like her, um, my friend Amanda. Uh, my friend Eddie, Cam, Rod, uh, Darius, Neville. Like, hey, we should like open a bottle and pour some liquor on. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, these <laughs> <laughs> these people. Like, I I watch these people like like grow and change and become better people. Even my my older brother. Like, I've I've watched somebody who I like I looked up to for all the wrong reasons become someone so much better than what he is or what he was. And, like, I just want to tell people, yo, like, I am proud of you, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we stopped doing that. And I feel, go tell your friends now that you're proud of them. Go give people their flowers while they can smell it. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So even, like, on the original topic we were talking about, go go enjoy your hold'em while you have it. For real. <laughs> don't, don't allow anybody else to tell you what you should be. Right. Don't, don't allow, definitely don't allow anybody to tell you what you can and can't do with your fucking body. Where, and that don't, mouth don't allow with words that pussy, to... with that ass. Do what the fuck you gotta do. If you want to experience something, experience that shit. Like, I don't know, I get so frustrated when, like, girls are like, I've never tried that. Well, why the fuck not? How do you know if you like it or not? Like, try yeah. it. Do it. It's fucking right. awesome. Like, I've tried a lot of shit. It's all great. Like, there's not right. one thing that I have tried sexually that I can say I would never do again. I mean, I have limits. Like, I would never... Get near a guy's butt. I would never suck a guy's toes. 
God, no. Please don't touch my toes. Nah, I'm good. I'm good off that. I'm good. I'm really, really fucking good. But, like, other than that, like, I don't know. I feel like there's just, like, it's a whole nother world. There's a whole nother fucking world. And don't let a word define you. Like, the idea of a hoe, it sounds so bad. It really doesn't. Not anymore, though. The negative connotation, like, it brings and the definition that we've given that word. But you being a hoe is what if that's what you are then be the best fucking hoe you can be if you wanted to be a ninja turtle be the <laughs> best fucking ninja turtle you've ever been my nigga don't my mom always you. says that she's like if you call me a bitch that's cool but i'm the what she said i'm the best bitch you'll ever know and i'm like oh, I, I got you girl i am i i'm an, i'm the realest nigga you've ever met point blank period if i'm if i'm a nigga i'm the realest one you've ever met right if, if a, you call a woman a bitch, the bitch needs to be like, well, I'm the baddest bitch you've ever found, you've come across. Hashtag Kaylani. Hashtag Kaylani. I love Kaylani. I love her. I love her. I, but, like, play, I wouldn't play her song, but like, they be cutting that shit out. Yeah, iTunes is like, nah, you ain't paid for that, my nigga. Like, so, bye, bitch, you gotta mm-hmm. go. <laughs> you gotta go. You can listen to it on Anchor, though, uncut. And, uh, nah, nobody, nobody listens to us on Anchor. Ain't nobody listens to us on Anchor. <laughs> we, we're the only people that listen to us on Anchor. Right, I don't even, <laughs> honestly, I don't even bother at this point. No, I'm just, I'll wait for it to drop on iTunes. No, for real, though. I'll just wait to hear my own voice. That I. I uh, love this. I love it. Be a hoe. I want to be a hoe, to be you honest. You want to be a Yo. Be the best hoe you can ever be. Man. I mean, I am, but you know. You know, you the you the fucking baddest hoe I know. There you go. <laughs> Queen need, hoe out here. I need to get out of the celibacy. I'm a whole celibate ass bitch right now. Like, don't you know you ain't no regular hoe. You a queen. You queen hoe. I'm a queen hoe. You queen hoe. Just let them <laughs> let let them bitches know what you are. Yo. It's true though. Like to be honest with you, if I wasn't, if I was not twenty five, and I didn't have standards and like respect for myself at this point, <laughs> I would be a ho ho, like a ho 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 ho. Like, yo, I, but, like, yo, I, I can't I, do that. I can't. Not right now. Like I definitely want to like live my best life, but like with one person. You know what I mean? Word, definitely me too. And I, I, I got standards. And I, I feel like I just found those standards. And I, I've had a lot of opportunities and offers where women would be like, yo, you want to do this? You want to do that? And I've been saying no a lot more. Mm. And I think it surprises people that I can say no. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, and the crazy shit is a woman told me, just because you got cute, what do you think? You're too good to fuck with me now? Oh. And then, and I was like, wow. So, yeah, I, but you should have been like, before. absolutely, actually, that is the exact like. Nah, I didn't. I, I wouldn't even give her the time of day. She, but that went, is the truth, though. Like, say that shit. And it's not even like physically cute. You're like, bitch, I'm cute everywhere. Like, mentally, physically, emotionally. Like, I'm a whole, I'm a whole different nigga. Like, yeah. I need to be good to be fucking around on you, bitch. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to. Where, and it's like, you know what? Now I can say thank you for the offer, but no thank you. Before, I'd have been like, you know what? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely but now i'm just like yo this is one of our realest moments this is i'm the realest nigga you've ever met the realest nigga you've ever known and i'm going to continue being that right you you gotta you gotta tell them what it is and what it ain't so don't accept what you don't want to accept don't don't ever fucking settle i remember when i was bigger and again at one point i was 321 pounds right damn really 
Yeah, I was I was big. And what I, are you right now? And I'm 200 as of fucking like 20 minutes ago because I am in constant, like, like I have to continuously look at the scale to like. Are you obsessed see. with numbers right now? I am. I'm 249 pounds. Wow. And I remember, and it was this girl who I, I had a crush on, and we were talk, and we, we were friends. And she said, you know what, maybe, Eric, you just have to settle for whatever you can get. And I was just <gasps> like, and I was like, wow. And I was like, I again, I thought this person was my friend. And I was like, even when I was, when I was that size, mm-hmm. I was happy. And at this size, I'm happy. And it's not a fact that I'm happier. It's just that I'm a lot more confident in what I am. And, yo, don't get me wrong. If you... You're big, this, that, and the third. You can be big and you can be well put together. And but I think that's something that people don't talk about. Like, I feel like when you're bigger, unconsciously you settle because you feel like, well, I'm I can't not, find anything better. Yeah, like I'm not this, I'm not that. Because I felt like that for a long, long, long time. And honestly, to be honest with you, losing weight, I was almost 300 pounds. Right now, I actually weighed myself like two hours ago. Right now, I'm 239. Well, I'm 239 at night, but in the morning, I was 235. and my goal by January is to be under 200. I don't go fuck if that shit is 199.59, but a bitch gonna reach that goal. But either way, like, I never started to notice, like, bitch, you don't gotta settle. Like, you're bitch, you're fucking queen. Until I I started to lose weight because then you see yourself, like, you, you don't look in the mirror and you don't just see a fat person. Like, I feel like, like, obviously, there's people that are bigger and they, they have confidence and they, to each his own. If right. you love yourself, then love yourself. But for some people, being fat is not the move. Like, that shit is not the way for some yeah. people. And for me, that just wasn't it. But it's... I didn't realize how big I was until I realized. And, like, when I realized was when I started to lose weight. Because then I started to look at pictures like, wait a minute. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it was like, once I started to lose weight, I gained so much confidence. And not because, like, losing the weight did it. But looking in the mirror and not seeing that fat girl did it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I saw myself for more than just that fat girl. And, and that's, like, I feel like people don't talk about. Like, we need to do a podcast on that. But yeah. my biggest fear is what you just mentioned, literally the scales. Like, I try not to look at the scales because I don't want to be obsessed with numbers. Like, yeah. my biggest fear is to gain, like, body dysmorphia. Like, I don't want to be picking at myself. I don't want to be hard on myself. Yeah. I just want to appreciate myself for each level of this journey that I'm at. You know what yeah, I mean? I, I honestly think I have that shit. Like I, you really I, do? I feel like I do. Like I You do, like... though, because you always talk about your family. Nigga, you are, like, anorexic compared to where the <laughs> fuck you were. <laughs> well, yeah, I was. And you know what the shit is? Like, and people who are fat, like, don't don't think because you're fat you're not good enough. You're not this. You're not that. Because you know what? You're fucking dope, too. You're still the same person. I'm still the same person I was when I was fat. At this point, I just see what everybody else saw. The good yeah. that everybody else saw that I did not see. That's the thing. So it's like, obviously, I'm not saying lose weight so you can see yourself. I'm saying stop looking in the mirror and just seeing that fat girl because that's yeah. all that or seeing Or seeing that person that that you feel like isn't good enough or isn't this or isn't that. Yep. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to look at the person and say, you know what? This is who I am at the moment. Mm-hmm. This is who I. This is the person I am, and you know what? I have so much to offer yep. because even when I was at that size, I looked in the mirror and I said, you know what? I have something to offer to somebody, whatever it may be. But whatever I'm offering to that person is 
fucking amazing. So I never don't, did. Never. I had to. I had to because you, again, I, I, I beat myself up about my weight, but the way I was or the way I am to people was something I felt was way more important than what it was. Like, than what, like what, how I look physically. Because it's like I'm going to give you the best parts of me. I'm going to give you the best Eric you've ever you've ever had. I'm going to give you. I'm going to be the best friend possible. I'm going to be whatever I feel is the best version of me for you. And I want everybody. You can be big, small, muscular, this, that, and the third. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to say, you know what? I'm going to give the best version of myself mm-hmm. every day. So if you're small and you want to get bigger, if you're bigger and you want to get smaller, if you're happy at the weight that you're at, whatever you're doing, make sure that you give the best version of yourself every single fucking time. And don't settle, like, on yourself. Never fucking don't settle. settle. Yourself. I settled so fucking much, bro. Like, yo... I'll be mad sometimes, but then it's like, I can't be mad because then I wouldn't be where I am today. And it's like, when I say like my goal is 199, it's not that my goal is to be skinny. It's that my goal is to be able to do the things that I've always wanted to do that I, for me personally, was not able to do when I was bigger. Like, I never realized how much I actually want to be a dancer. Like doing these dance classes, I'm like, my entire like childhood and everything, like I'm always like, I want to be a dancer, I want to be a dancer, I want to be a dancer. But I've never said it out loud because I never wanted to be judged. I never wanted, and then you just forget about it. And obviously, like, I want to be a dancer, like a professional dancer, but like, I want to be able to dance and I want to be able to do certain things. And obviously, like, for me personally, the things that I want to do within being a dancer, I have to be smaller. And it's not because that's like a set rule but that's just because what that's what I want. You I want to I want to feel like I'm physically fit to do this activity. Yeah, like and I want to look in the mirror and look good. I want to like I don't want to look in the uh, mirror and do a move and then be discouraged. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's because I am bigger. Like I'll see certain things and I'm like, "Oh, I don't like how that looks." And that's just because I don't know, like for me being bigger just wasn't the wave and I just noticed that now. And it's like I want to have kids. I want to have a natural birth. I want to have a lotus birth. I want to give myself the best chance of doing all those things. And if that takes for me to like shed all this fat off my body, then that's what the fuck I'm going to do because obviously you can't plan for the future and you can't like say this is going to happen, but at least I know I gave myself the best opportunity to reach those goals, you know what I mean? Where because if you if you don't give your you don't at least give yourself a shot to do it, then like what what is the point? Like you failed yourself. Like yeah, you failed yourself. And some people, it's harder for some people than others because trust me, I've been there. Right. But the best feeling personally is knowing that I'm doing something and I'm trying something. If that's that's not just with weight, it's like with my personal life, with my professional life, it makes me want to. Eric do is a comedian. More. Yeah, I. Yo, I did stand up for mad long and I stopped writing jokes because I became happy with in a relationship and I stopped finding things funny. I feel like that's that's bullshit. Like I feel like yeah. I feel like you I feel, so you just didn't want to expose your shit because I feel like there's so much stuff that happens when you're in a relationship with people and you just don't want to expose it because you're still in that situation. Yeah, and now I feel like it's a lot easier to write. The, the things I want to write and it's a lot easier to say the things I want to say mm-hmm. because I am no longer tied down to a relationship or a situationship or anything of the matter I just found myself because I, I again like I, I feel like I said this before the only way I 
thought I can find my way to be creative was being in a constant place of chaos. Right. And it's, I found beauty in chaos more than I found beauty in peace because I felt like if I am at peace, I'm comfortable. But I think, too, like, that goes into settling. Like, I feel like if you're an artist and you're artistic, I'm a writer, you're a comedian. All that shit comes from pain. But, like, why we got to be in a relationship with someone that doesn't understand, like, bitch, if we get in a fight, I'm talking about it. But you got to be okay with it because you know I'm a writer and you know I'm a comedian. Like, I feel like that goes into settling in a relationship. Like, for me, I now know I can't be with someone that isn't secure enough in how I feel about them to, like, if I write about them or a situation that happened, if they get upset because first of all, you know, I was a writer, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, you know what like, I was my life in a fucking secret. You know yeah. what the fuck you're getting into? Like, bro, we're not perfect. And if you're in my life at that moment, then guess what? You're the fuck, you're what the fuck I'm about to write about. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that goes into settling. Like you can't be in a relationship and settle with someone that's like blocking your artisticness. Like that's blocking your fucking artistic beauty. Cause I feel like artistic people are so fucking dope. I feel like artistic people, we creative people in general. There's so many layers and facets that go on with mm-hmm. us that I like. I think a lot of people who aren't that, and they're just somebody that's looking on the out from the outside looking in. I feel like those people, it's easier for them compared to somebody who is a creative. Because as a creative, as a person, I write poetry. I do this. I do that. It's like. I'm thinking about so many things at the same time, mm-hmm. and my life is constantly just trying to piece this shit together to make it something. Right. I like to think that everything I'm doing is like a freestyle. Like it's like you're putting words together, you're grabbing words out of the air, you're doing this, you're doing that, and you're constantly you're trying to put it into a way it makes sense. Yeah, but if you're in like this cage of where you can't use certain words, you can't put pe- certain pieces together because of someone else's like. Insecurity of how people are going to view them, then like yeah, you're like, settling. Well, you know what I mean? Like you're making yeah, me never, settle. Don't, don't settle with anything in life. And anybody that ever tells you that you should just settle or you should do this, that person is not your friend. That's not Fuck somebody them. that you need around. Fuck them. You gotta look people in the face and be like, "Bitch, I'm art." And if you about that to be I, in my life, you about to be a part of this shit. And if you don't want to be a part of it, not, walk the fuck away, bro. That ass. And I and fucking I, art, my nigga. I. That's what you should know. I'm fucking art. <laughs> this is literally going to be the name of the podcast. Fuck being a hoe. Bitch, I'm a hoe and art. I'm a hoe. I'm a hoe and an artist. <laughs> we done figured out the title for this shit. And y'all, y'all heard it live on this podcast. Oh, we're recording right. on this podcast. I'm a hoe and an artist. Ew. No, I I've done, I get, I'm the best of both worlds. I'm like a Jay-Z and R. Kelly album. My but like, yo, oh my God. Cardi B is the perfect example of being a hoe, but not being a hoe. Like, you know that bitch gets down, but it's yeah. like, man, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. I just and uh, yo, that's why people like Cardi B because Cardi B comes from a genuine place. Exactly. And and she's just her, real. Like she don't give a fuck. Like nigga, I'm yeah, like well, I'm gonna suck the fuck out of his dick, but it's just gonna be his dick. You know what I mean? Like, and and you, bitch, and you, you right. Like that's that. how I felt yesterday. Like, thank you. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I'm telling you, you need that. You yeah. need more of that. We we need more of we need more of just honesty and just openness with our partners, with whoever you're with, friends, with friends your family. Like being honest, being being open and being honest is the hardest thing to do for most. Because- Even the little things, can I just say this? So today, 
I'm just so infatuated with my friend Brianna, and not in like a sexual way, but I just love her as a human being yeah. and like her growth. Because like I've known her since she was so young. I mean, I'm young too, but like I was a little bit older, so obviously I see her like a little bit younger. But she's a grown ass bitch. But I'm just so infatuated with like her evolution just as a human being. And like today, just with being honest in friendships and like just understanding people. So today we were at the fashion show together, and she is a supportive friend because she heard our podcast this morning uh-huh. on her way to work. She's she's popping. That's my bitch. So she came up to me and she was like, I got a problem with you. And I, I stepped back and I'm like, bitch, what happened? <laughs> like, <laughs> but not in a bad way. And then she was just like, she pretty much heard the podcast about like, have you ever uh, slept with a coworker? Yeah. She's like, so like, what do you mean? Am I not your type? And I'm like, no. And, and I had to like tell her like, yo, you're beautiful as fuck. Like she's beautiful. That bitch is like a whole goddess just in herself. Like I'm about to make the picture of her. No, I'm just kidding. But she's a whole goddess. Like, her curls, like, everything about her is just popping. Like, her curls, her face, her features, her mind, like, the way she thinks. Especially at such a young age, like, the way she walks, the way she's, like, so confident in herself. Like, I just love it. Like, obviously, she's a human, and we all have flaws. But, like, she's just a whole queen. Like, she's a dope-ass bitch. And it was just, I found that to be so dope that she actually said that to me out loud. Because I'm like, you would think that people wouldn't care. And it, she wasn't saying, like, so you don't th- so you don't think I'm cute, like, you wouldn't fuck me. It was more of, like bitch what you mean you don't think i'm cute you know what i mean and i just yeah. thought that was dope as fuck and i'm just like bitch you're beautiful as fuck you're sexy as fuck <laughs> like and i don't know like, i, I, appreciate I the couldn't realness. do that it's just like more i couldn't do it what do you mean like it, i not like i feel like that's what like from you to her it was like i could if i would but i wouldn't like, no i mean I, I showed her a picture of like my ex i'm like i do have a specific type but that's just me having a type like I have a type when it comes to women and I have a type when it comes to men. But that doesn't mean that I don't find other people fucking dope as shit. Like, <coughs> she's one of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my life, to be honest with you. Hey. Like, in all aspects, just as a human being, she's literally top five. But that doesn't mean that, like, like that I have to sleep with right, you. You know what I mean? Like, it's, exactly. it's very different. I have a type, and that's just that. But she's that bitch is a whole goddess within herself. Like, she's art. She's art. That I like that. <laughs> That's my bitch. I fucking love her. And, like, my other friends, too, like, they just pop in, like, and ever since, like, me just changing the way that I think, I just see everybody so different, like, I don't know, like, my friend Nana, she's a whole mom, like, I view her different, like, she's a whole queen-ass mom, like, bitch, what? You know what I mean? Like, you just see people different, you just notice things differently when you, when you're more open to noticing yourself, like, I feel like you don't notice the little things in people when you can't even notice the little things in yourself, you know what I mean? Like, you're kind of, like, you have block like what are those called? You have like mental block blockades. Bloggers, but you got shades that don't make you see shit. But anyways, yeah. Oh yeah, you have um, what's the shit called? Like a horses wear them when they're racing. Yeah, when. Oh yeah, so they could like not see their peripheral or some shit like. Yeah, so like they can only focus on like getting to the end of the race. I think it's like blockers or visors or some shit like that. Exactly. Yeah. But that's because they're focused on like. What's about to happen in five minutes? They need to rain. They need to like win or whatever. But it's like yeah. I don't want, I don't want fucking blockers, bro. Like I want to see everything for what it is, and now I can see everything for what it is now, and I just think it's a dope ass thing, dude. Right. I feel like it's just like, I feel like this, this year has been crazy, and I've been honestly asking like, what the fuck is my life? And I finally figured out that life is about inspiring people, mm-hmm. however you do it. And it's about just learning and loving who you are and the people that you have and the experiences that you have and the people that you're going to meet. Yep. And 
just enjoying yourself like and it i feel like you can do that at any point and i feel i feel like once you find that once you find people that you can enjoy this with the fact that you can you can go and just speak to somebody like i honestly thought at one point i was like yo i need to go to therapy wow. I, I was like i don't know i don't know how to deal with emotions and how to deal with people like i'm i'm a person who's I'm I'm funny. I'm a great listener. I will listen to you. And you really I, are. And I'll give you feedback and stuff like that. For some people, I do it. I do it for some more than others. But I I've learned that I can I can do a lot more, you mm-hmm. know. And I've, I feel like I've given a lot. I'm I'm planning on giving a lot more. And even in this short time that we've like started to communicate again as friends, like I feel like you've been such a dope friend. Likewise, I feel like uh, I feel like you're one of the like the major parts, and I feel like we're this is our um I call it second puberty, <laughs> and a lot of people laugh because they're like, "There's no such thing as second puberty." There it's is. Obviously. There's a lot of puberties in life. But this is this is my version of this of second puberty. Like this is you go through it the first time for men. Your voice gets deeper. Women, your boobs grow. You get your period. This that men, you you know your balls drop, et cetera, et cetera, all that stuff. But now I'm my my second puberty is finding beauty within myself. Mental and evolution, bro. Word. So now it's just like I'm learning to get out of my head. So I was like, yeah, I think I need to seek therapy to figure out so because maybe I need to talk to people about this. And if you've ever heard this, it's a song by this rapper who's extremely dope. Uh, one of my favorite rappers of all time. His name is Amine. He made the song Caroline and um. Damn, what's the song with um? I think it's with Kaylani. I love her so much. Yeah, and he has a song called "Doctor Whoever," and where he's like talking about like all of. He's pretty much giving his perspective, and he's telling how he feels to everybody else, and whoever's listening is a therapist. So I was like, "Yo, I need to seek therapy because I was like, maybe I need to like I need to talk to somebody." Mm-hmm. And then, wasn't that I needed to talk to just somebody. I felt like I needed to talk to people who loved me no matter what, no matter where I was at in life. And I needed them to just know like, yo, this is where I'm at right now. This is what I'm doing. This is the stuff that I'm uh, like, I'm feeling currently and I, and I'm ready to like deal with these emotions head on. Right. And I'm happy that I'm able to do it and I'm able to do it with, with you guys. Like, and I and like the people that listen to this podcast, I want you to I want you to listen to this. I want you to laugh with us. I want you to I want you to tell your friends. I want you to joke around with them. I want you to take certain things from this. And I want us to be your doctor, whoever. I want I want you guys to be our doctor, whoever. I want you guys to listen and go, oh man, that sounds kind of crazy. Oh, that I can relate to that. I can do this. I can do that. I want yeah. you to you know be able to just go out and tell somebody what's going on. What's, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I used to do mental check-ins with like some of my friends mm-hmm. and how I would do it is I would send a chart of Joe button and all of his expressions. <laughs> and I was like, what Joe button are you today? <laughs> and and I, I, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, but that's a good way to see where someone's head is at, though. Yeah, because it's like I, if you are like angry, yelling Joe Buttons, why are you that way? If you're smiling, Joe Buttons. If you're petty, Joe Buttons. It's like, what are you today? Right. And 
Today I was so petty, by the way. Yeah, I love Joe Button. Top five. Top five. Person ever. I I, I just, I want to be your doctor, whoever. So if you feel like you need to talk, you need a friend, you need something, you need somebody to just say, yo, this is what I'm feeling right now. I don't need feedback because I was, I don't need somebody to give me a solution. I need somebody to listen to me and understand what I'm going through. I want to be that for you. Mm-hmm. That's literally like the point of my entire existence. I feel like I've never known what the fuck the point of my life was until I figured out that. Until like, now. literally, it's literally just to share my experiences so people can understand that, like, bro, I've been through the trenches. Like, I've been through shit that like, people still don't know about. Like, I've been through crazy shit. And, like, look where the fuck I am now. Like, I've never been happier. I've never felt more beautiful. I've never, like, stepped into my power. Like, I've never known my value until now. And it's like, and I wasn't even, like, all fucked up all those years. Like, I was, I just wasn't who I was today, but, like, I was still good. You know what I mean? And yeah. now I'm fucking better. And I'm only 25. Like, to go through all the shit that I went to be 25 and feel the way that I feel, like, that's a motherfucking blessing, bro. That's, like, a, that's, a, fuck, that are, like, that's amazing. Because it's don't even, like, know. Like, it's so crazy. Like, I literally feel like that's my purpose. Like, that's why I, I don't. Like, sometimes I hesitate to talk about certain things, but, like, for the most part, like, I don't give a shit. Like, I hesitate more because I don't want for other people to be, like, embarrassed. Yeah, like, I don't want to embarrass you. Like, like, even with the Never Have I Ever, right, when we were doing that podcast, Mm -hmm. I was, like, and when I talk about my sexual experiences, I'm not saying it as a sense of, like, a bravado or sense of like I'm promoting my dick or I'm just like I'm God's gift to women or anything like that. <laughs> it's more of like this is what I've done mm-hmm. and instead of me saying like yo I've never done this or being like ah look I'm so mysterious you don't know what I've done or nah you know what this is what I this is what I'm doing this is how I am this is who this is what I've been through and but I think it shows people that you're more than just sex. Like, yeah. you, you've done all this stuff sexually, but you're still a whole human being. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like, I'm, like, I'm not just somebody out here promoting, like, oh, yeah, come, just because, you know, I, I like this, or I do this, or I do that. It's, I'm more than just, like, the dick I'm I'm giving out. I, yeah, I'm but like, you're also, like, making it okay for people to understand that it's still okay to do those things. Like, I feel yeah, like black people are so closed off. When and I, and I never want anybody to feel bad about it. Like, I'm like, I want you to just be able to talk about this because people, you always said, don't talk about politics, don't talk about religion, and don't talk about sex. When talk about that shit. Talk about politics so you know. You know who one, the fuck you around, first of all. <laughs> who the fuck you around, and also so that you can find different perspectives of people. Mm-hmm. Talk about religion so that not only do you know what I believe in or what I don't believe in, but I know what you believe in and because I can understand your idea of faith and whomever. And to be honest, yo, a lot of people are so judgmental to people that aren't religious. So a lot of people probably don't know, but I don't believe in God. And I've had the most ridiculous fights with people. And then it's like, I've sat down with people that are so religious and we've come to the same understanding that we believe in the same shit. It's just a different name. And it's just, just a yeah, we have a different story. ideology on it. Yeah. It's, nothing is different. Like, like I, I believe in energy. I believe in pure energy. I believe in like 
What you do is what you get. What you think is, you know what I mean? What you say out loud is what you get. What you think is what you get. You know, shit like that. Yeah. Whereas, like, people believe in, like, sins and all that stuff. And I'm like, listen, I just know <laughs> what the fuck being a decent human being is. Yeah. There's no need for someone at a church to tell me what that is. You know what I yeah. mean? I, it's like, and I, I feel like I, I've always, I've always found this funny. Like, the word, like, the term politically correct. Like, you have to be politically correct. You have to be. You have to be this thing that... Who the fuck created politics, though? Crazy. (laughs) You're not being politically correct. You're being a decent human being. Now, some people do it more than others. Some people drag it more than others. But being a decent person is hella easy. So if somebody is like, if you're speaking to like a certain person, they're like, I prefer to be called this than that. You know what? Everybody doesn't understand it, but you know what? Because I respect you as a person, I am willing. To, I am willing and able to go and tell you and use your terms and understand where you're coming from. Like right. my, like my, my family, like my mom, my brother, they're religious. I'm not religious, and it's not like I. I always say I don't. I don't want to say I don't believe in God because you, my brother's like, yo, you're an atheist, bro. You just need to like understand that. <laughs> and I'd be like, I don't know because. My biggest fear, like my biggest fear, was dying and then getting to the other side and being. But like, you're already oh. dead, so who cares? Yeah, and it's like, about to know, like you're. And then it's dead. like, yo, if you die and then you fuck around and then you go to the other side and you're like, oh shit, it actually is God. Wait, let's, let's talk about it real quick. Let's talk about this real quick because I didn't know and you never came to me and was like, yo, I'm God, nigga. Let me tell you about this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about this shit real quick. And I used to just be like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I should do this, I should do that, but. I've learned that without religion, I've been able to do more stuff, and I, I, I don't limit myself, and I don't hinder myself to mm-hmm. things because now it's like I'm enjoying this moment, and I'm still a good person. You know right. what I mean? Like I feel like at the end of the day, no matter what you are, what you follow, what you do, you are, as long as you're a good person. Religion doesn't make you a good person. Being uh, being a conservative, being a liberal doesn't make you a good person because right. you can do all of those things. Talking about sex or not talking about sex doesn't make you a good person. If, it doesn't make you a bad person either. It doesn't make it doesn't make you a good person. Doesn't make you a bad person. But you being a good person, you being genuine, you being nice, taking care of others, taking care of yourself, listening, understanding. Those are the things. Those are the building blocks to making a great person. Yep. And more people need that than they need like. Oh well, you know, I'm this and I'm that. I don't I don't want to deal with the identity politics and, and this, that, and the third. Just be who you are. Exactly. Like whatever whatever you think you are, whatever you are, I just want people to have more empathy. But just live others. your fucking life. Like or well, live your fucking life. Stop thinking about shit too much. Just live your fucking life. And I'm about to say a quick example and then we could do our outros and end and this. With it. So all right. I was at the Chinese. All right, so I I'm a hairdresser, so I make tips, right? So I went to the Chinese store because I was being lazy and I didn't want to cook. So I got you know some rice and some broccoli. Yeah. Now I had this yellow jacket. I don't know if you go on my Instagram, you see this yellow jacket. It's like oversized and I always wear it kind of like off the shoulder a bit, so the pockets okay. aren't that deep. And I put my money in my pocket and yeah. it fell out, but I had headphones on. Like when I'm outside, I wear headphones because I I just I don't really like to like 
be involved with exchanges and shit. Yeah. So I'm sitting at the Chinese store. I sit down and I have my camera bag on the table. And these two people sitting in front of me literally scared the fuck out of me because they'd almost like bum rushed my whole life. <laughs> and they tell me that my money fell. Now, I never would have known because I had headphones on. I wasn't paying attention. Like the money was just sitting there. I never would have looked down. Like the position that I was sitting, I would have just got up, got my food and walked out. You know what I mean? So they easily could have just finessed my ass, but they yeah. didn't. As soon as they saw it, they literally almost like attacked my ass. Like, bitch, your money. And I'm like, fuck. So I'm not the richest person in the world, but I paid for half their food. Like, and that's just not me saying like, give your money away. But to be honest with you, would I have rather lost a hundred dollars or would I have rather have lost $15? You know what I mean? Like I gave them that $15. Thank you so much. Like that's like, and like, I always like to say like karma isn't always like energy, Outside of your control, karma, yeah. good karma can come to people from you giving it back to them because they gave it to you. That's why I paid for half the phone, I paid for the whole thing because I was like, Hold up, y'all motherfuckers, I ain't got a whole like, motherfucking entree. Like, where I but, got, but so I, I paid for half, like, and like they were so grateful. And I could tell after I paid for half that like they they were kind of struggling because as soon as I paid for half, they were so thankful, but they went to the the grocery store like I, I heard the guy say like well let's go to the, gro- the store now you know yeah. what I mean and they got whatever else they wanted to get that they couldn't get before and, and I just felt so good and like I don't know karma was like bitch since you in a good mood as soon as I walked out the fucking Chinese place um this guy was standing out there he looked like a normal guy yeah. and homeless people he's not homeless but like homeless people like I grew up in New York City so I always give homeless people whatever I have on me because I feel like even if I'm struggling at home Honestly, yeah. they're struggling way more. You know what I mean? Like, at least I still have a roof. At least I still have a, comfo- a comfortable bed. Like, I yeah, live in a big-ass apartment by myself. You know what I mean? Like, so this guy, he was like, um, hey, he wasn't even asking for much. So I took my headphone off because um, I couldn't hear him. So I was like, what? And he was like, do you happen to have, like, an extra dollar? And then so I straight up looked at him in his face, and I was like, what you need a dollar for? And then he real quick, without hesitation, he was like, so I could get close to $7.50. I'm like, well, what you need $7.50 for? He's like, so I could get food for my son. I live right over there. And that touched my heart. I literally went in my camera bag where I put the money that I dropped, and I gave him $5 instead of one. And he just looked at me like, oh, my God, like, thank you so much. Like, so grateful. And I'm like, yo, like, to be honest with you, if I would have lost that money on the floor, it would not have hurt me. So for me to like easily just give this man more than what he was asking for was so easy for me. And because it just felt better than having that extra money in my pocket, because like, who gives a fuck? Like, am I really going to die over $20? You know what I mean? Like, because I ended up giving away $20 that day, but it was better than losing a hundred. You know what I mean? Like I still had $80 to go home with, you know what I mean? And that's like money that... I have something like I gave out something and I'm not doing this to stroke my ego. I'm doing this because I genuinely care about but not even that. But it's like people have to understand, like, just because you lose a little bit doesn't mean that it's the end of the fucking world. Like, yeah. for I, some, I literally for some, would have rather have lost those $20 than, than yeah, 80 I mean, I For some, pay. like $20 is like $200. I completely understand that. For some, but, but and it is for me too. Like, I'm not out here rich, but. It wasn't that fucking serious for me to give away. You know what I mean? Like, I was not about to be late on light, late on gas. Like, my shit wasn't about to be cut off. I already got food for the night. I'm good. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that day, I was good. I'm going to go back to work tomorrow and make that $20 right back. So, what I'm going to do be like, nah, don't feed your son. Nah, I'm not, I'm not going to give you good karma because you gave it to me. Fuck that. I'm going to be a good-ass person. And that's what being a good person is. Like, it's not always just waiting for good shit to happen. Like, sometimes you got to do that shit, too. Yeah, like, you got you got to make that, that good shit. You got to make that karma come to you. You got to make that good happen 
you just got to be a good person. And I don't believe in God, and I was still a good person. And I don't believe in God, and I still hope that man feed his son. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just think it's okay. I, I don't know what's on. Well, I, we'll talk about my near-death experience another time, maybe on, on my show. Yeah, because I still don't even know what, what like, happened. Yeah, and I, de- I feel like I definitely want to speak about that uh, at one point. But, like, I've, I've been to the proverbial other side. And I didn't see shit over there. I didn't know it was over there. And I can't, when people ask me, I say, well, this is what I, what happened with me. And I don't know what's on the other side. Well, so, for the people I've, that are like, now this nigga didn't really die. How long were you technically dead for? I, it was like, I don't know. Like it, from what the doctors, cause when I heard about it, I was coming to, mm-hmm. and I heard the doctor speaking about it, but they never ever told me like, yo, Nigga, you died because I feel like <laughs> they didn't want to be like, "Yo, nigga, you died," and then right. I'll go into shock or I like or shit like that, or I like start, you know, just doing a bunch of erratic, crazy shit. Because usually when stuff like that happens, people go and they do crazy shit after that because they're like, "Yo, I can die tomorrow. I can die this day. I can die that day." Right. So how long were you dead for? Shit, long enough. <laughs> I was gone long enough to appreciate life and to live my life from now on like let's see what happens right that was go- i was gone long enough where i was like i right. you know what maybe me trying to like last the longest like isn't everything maybe i should i should take risk and i should i should find rewards in this risk and if i fail i fail right. but when we actually like sit down and we like talk about this and we we break it down or whatever and we we talk about like maybe like you know our experience with that or well my experience with that yeah I know that nigga <laughs> yeah like I I decided to like speak about it like I don't I I would love to share it and I feel like maybe it can help somebody else I don't know it might it and might so but, yeah. do you have anything else to say. Now, you know what? We're actually going to try to do this outro because we seem to fuck up on it a lot. <laughs> exactly. So I'm about, to, I'm about to be professional as fuck right now. All right, let's, let's hear that. Let's hear that professional shit. Uh, yo! <laughs> yeah, let's go, champ. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to do a little outro message, and this is literally just what I live by in general. So I always tell people, like, when it comes to me figuring out how to live in the present, I always have to think about when you're about to die, you never think of, the goals that you never got to accomplish you never when you're about to die you're never like fuck i never got to go to i don't know wherever the fuck you want to go whatever that goal is i feel like when you're about to die the only thing you're thinking about is the people that are around you mm-hmm. but when while you're alive focus on that focus on building those relationships focus on building solid memories because at the end of the day those are the only people that are going to keep you alive because you can accomplish certain things in life but no one, none of those people, strangers that have heard of what you've done, they don't know you. They're not about to actually speak life into your name. They're just talking about shit you did. Yeah. And after a while, none of that shit even matters because there's always going to come like someone better than you. And that's going to do 
more and that's not to say that like what you did isn't good enough but people grow and people accomplish more shit and people are going to forget about you but when people that genuinely love you for who you are that's how your name goes on because they tell their kids oh this person they tell their kids like oh my mom told me about my dad or whatever you know what i mean like that's how you live on is through people that actually genuinely care about you so live in the moment stay in the present love the people that are around you focus on those relationships obviously focus on yourself too because you can't you can only give what you have. Yeah. So you come first no matter what. But that goes for, like, the people that just are always, like, trying to focus on the next goal, on the next on the next this and next that. It's, like, sometimes you just have to stop and just look at the people in front of you and just appreciate them for what the fuck they are. Appreciate the things you accomplish. I was thinking about that shit earlier. Now, you, you can't take money with you. Nope. You can't take... You can't take the cars, the material nope. things, Mm-mm. all the shit that you can't, you can't take any of that with you, but what you can leave is a legacy that will go on forever. Yep. So whatever you decide to do, whatever you decide to say, all the things that you decide to help with, those will be the things that live on forever and never stop doing those things. That's deep as fuck though. And I like that the fact that you live by that. I, I, I really do. I really, really do. And to be honest with you, for a little... I feel like you also have to, before even living by that, live by yourself and know yourself and love yourself first. Because me living by that put me in situations where I didn't put myself first because I didn't realize who I was. So both those things together is so beneficial. And that is, that honestly is the key to like, life for me. You know what I mean? You have to have both. You can't just have one. You have to have both. Because if you're just a selfish piece of shit, then you're just a selfish piece of shit. But if you have both, I think you'll be a dope ass person. And that is that for tonight's motherfucking, I guess, episode or segment of Bounce Back with Eric and your girl, Raven Lewis. I Lewis. Raven Lewis. You can find me on Instagram since you always do your Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at r.l.dixon. D-X-O-N. That's going to change. Oh, I'm dead. I'm changing my last name, bro. I'm changing my name, my last name to Queen. I don't give a fuck. Well, nobody got to say it. We could do another podcast on that, but I'm changing my last name. Once I figure out the paperwork and how much it's going to cost, I'm changing it. Yo, you know what? I support it. Do that shit. Give me that shit. Do that shit. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where can I right, find so, you? Um, all right. So, as you guys know, my name is Eric. Uh, you can find me on Snapchat at Erica's Dreams. I'm on Snapchat a lot. Um, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com, I guess it's backslash or forward slash, backslash Erica's History. And you can find me on, uh, you can find me on Twitter as at Erica's Dreams. And you can find me on Instagram at Young Table Tennis, all one word. It will be in the picture so they can see it. Yeah. So you know what? You find me. Um, you want to talk? You want to do this? You want to add me as a Chit-chat. friend? Chit chat. You want to chit chat? You just want to talk about your day, and you just need someone to listen. My inbox is open. All that good shit. All that good shit. Like I'm, I'm there for y'all. And also, my podcast, which is coming soon. Once we figure out the shit, and I, <laughs> I start moving the things around, where um, I'm at Pothead Love, um, and I can't wait. I cannot wait to show you guys the content and the people I talk to on on my podcast, and I can't wait to just share share these people share these experiences these stories with you and just allowing people to just talk and and get the best parts of them out there i'm excited for you thank you i'm i'm excited for you and i'm excited for what we're doing right now i feel like we're doing we're doing something 
I'm so like, excited. I'm so excited to get into like more serious. Not that this wasn't serious, but to get into more serious topics. Yeah, I felt like the first two was playful, and I feel like yeah, this it was one. just to get our get our name out there, get people to laugh, and and be like, oh, I fuck with them. Yeah, this this one is more for for us, and it's I think it's for good for y'all too. Yeah. Uh, All right, guys, that's that. Stay tuned for the next episode of Bounce Back. <laughs> Mr. Eric might be on that too. Shit, I'm on all these shits, B. This this is our collab album right now. For we Drake real? and Future, we we Jay Z and Kanye. We Chris Brown and Tiger right now. <laughs> oh man, fuck that. Yeah. Yo, t- can we talk about next podcast? Can we talk about the resurgence of Tiger and how proud I am of that nigga? Because yeah, but I don't know nothing, so it's just gonna be you. Oh, so we're gonna have to do it on your podcast. I yo, I'm with it, yo, Tiger. If you if for some reason or another you come across this. You are the fucking man, bro. What's I good, want you, know that. you are the man, and I'm so. I want to tell every woman I know: Do you want a taste now? You oh, want a God. taste? You can, you can have a taste. <laughs> you can have that. I want. I want that. Thank you, Tiger, for giving me, for for coming back as strong as you did, because I thought your shit was done, and you are that nigga now. You, <laughs> you're like it's you and Safari, y'all. Y'all my honestly, y'all my fucking goals. Y'all the definition of bounce back. Whatever you get it from, y'all, y'all them niggas. Like, y'all that. <laughs> Shout out and to and y'all. I know on that inspirational ass like outro. I love y'all niggas. Be <laughs> be safe. Yo, stay dangerous. Love y'all. Be a whole bye. <laughs> bye.